listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Hilary Holmes is an extraordinary force of nature, a true embodiment of the term self-starter. Hilary embarked on a transformative odyssey, relocating to London with raw determination and a passion for makeup, despite lacking formal training or experience in the field. This modest beginning brought the start of an incredible career breaking through boundaries. With Hillary's determination, commitment and talent, she fine-tuned her skills through self-guided exploration, leading to the opening of two thriving salons in Australia. She most recently launched Home Beauty, a distinctive line of beauty products. In this Mindful Biz podcast episode, Hillary talks about her journey, While her heart resonates with the allure of beauty products, Hilary emphasizes that for her, makeup is an art form, which is an avenue for self-expression, empowerment, and transformation. Hi, Hilary. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm I'm wonderful. I'm I'm doing a very rare work from home day today, so I'm in my sloppies and feeling good. So thanks for having me. You know what? I'm in my sloppies as well, and I never am. And when this video came on, I was like, oh my gosh! Like, and then when no. I dressed, I'm like, excellent. We're the same today. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I I'm gonna start having like a mandatory um, uniform day of like tracksuits, like a matching tracksuit on a Wednesday would be ideal. Yeah, good for hump day. Okay, Mm. before we kick into your business, I would love you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Sure. Um, I'm Hilary. I am the founder and owner of Home Beauty, um, which is a really beautiful, um, I guess it's a very modern like um, brand in the way that we speak to our consumers, um, very much about um, really changing the way that the beauty industry is impacting those that wear makeup um, and really wanting to um, create a line that's very much speaking to the everyday person that has always felt completely foreign in their own face. They have no idea who they are, what their face shape is and how to apply to that. So um, yeah, we've um, been doing that for a couple of years now. And prior to that, I've been a makeup artist for 15 years and yeah, it's been going crazy great. So that's who I'm. I'm a mum of two, wife of one, and um, live down here in Nam in Melbourne, Victoria. Right. How old are your kids? I've got a two-year-old and a five-year-old. Right. In the thick mm-hmm. of it. Two girls, two boys, one of each. I've got one of each, got the pigeon. Um, I've got a five-year-old girl, Adelaide, who's um, wonderful and uh, just like her mama, very assertive and, and driven. And then I've got my crazy wild two-year-old son Obi who um exhausts me yeah full, full of, beans. of beans yeah you, anyone who's got anyone that's a mum of a, of a son knows the knows the pain <laughs> I've got two boys and they're 18 months apart to the actual day wow and when they were little I was like oh my god this is like having two Jack Russells like you can throw them a ball all day and they just don't run out of energy no, and then it's like you, there's no negotiation. I mean, I'd say like it's like negotiating with a terrorist, but I feel like, you know, at least with a terrorist there might be some things that you can win them over with. But I think with a two-year-old boy there is absolutely nothing in their vocab except for no. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that's brilliant. Now you've also got, is it a salon or a couple of salons or just tell me about that? So I started my career really late. So I became a makeup artist when I was 25. I moved to London to change course of my careers. Prior to that, I was actually working in agricultural science, so a very different um, direction. And um, so I got really busy with my freelancing when I came back from London and did that. So I opened up my first salon in Geelong, eight years ago. Um, and that did really, really, really well. Um, had a really big booming team and we did lots and lots of clients. And then I opened my second salon in South Melbourne three years later. Um, and then COVID hit. And then um, I lost obviously like 99% of my work, um, but had an online store. So I was still able to work thankfully in that lockdown. And then in that time, I did what I was always intending to do. Like I opened up the salons and I did all the freelance knowing I was doing a product line, but I just did it a different way, knowing that I wanted to speak to the everyday person. So I knew that if that was my direction, I really wanted to um, ensure that I really knew what, what people really needed and wanted and were looking for. So I did that knowing we were going into it. So yeah, launched Home Beauty in COVID sort of um, two years ago. Right. And the salon, like what kind of services are in there? So we did, um, it was predominantly just event makeup. We did uh, event hair as well, but we didn't do any, it was a dry style. Um, and we were really busy, obviously, sort of Thursday through to Saturday. We didn't work on Sundays. Um, we did seven weddings a week. Um, we're doing, you know, hundreds of clients going to their events. Um, but then really early on in the piece, I was really constantly asked, you know, I really, really wish I could do my makeup. Can you teach me how to do my makeup? And I was doing a lot of individual lessons and then thought, well, the only style of um, educational classes that are out there are really those seminar styles, whereas a makeup artist at the front with an incredibly beautiful model and then applying that way. Mm. But the missing link was that the people who were watching had no idea what their face shape was. So when they applied those techniques to them, they were like, why is it not working for my hooded eyes or, you know, all of that. So we really early on within six months, we started, um, I started the masterclass program, which um, every single class has been a sellout since we've done it. Um, and it's been amazing. So that's an eight-year-old program, which we've just absorbed into home beauty as well. Yeah, right. Okay. We'll touch on that in a moment because I'm interested sure. to and ask some questions about that. Let's talk about home beauty. So what's the proposition? Like, is there a proposition to the brand that we can talk about? I mean, everything that we're doing is challenging the space of beauty because, you know, up until this point, even where I came from and what I've learned about beauty was that the experts were telling the consumer how to purchase and what to buy. And I felt like that was a really missing link given that these people were buying the product, taking it home and then having absolutely no idea how to use it. Um, but I felt like really the sadness that came through for me was knowing that every single one of my clients would always say they hate their hooded eyes, even though they didn't have hooded eyes, right. hated, hated their big nose, even they had a great nose and just had this really strong narrative of hating the face they were in. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing differently is to really educate and say, look, from the day you're born to the day you die, that is your face. Rather than trying to emulate a beauty standard that the rest of the industry is trying to push on you, how about we just really get you to honour and love and really for the first time ever like own the face that you're in and then let's start applying based on that. And then I think that liberation for women and whoever's come through our classes has really been so transformative, you know, that we have people crying every single class because it's for the first time in their life whether they're 16 years old or 65, 70 years old, we get really a lot of a really massive spread of demographic coming through. Um, it's like resonance. It's like, I can't believe I've hated myself for the for all my life. Or I can't believe, you know, a big part of why people get so upset is they're like, I just can't believe I haven't known myself. I didn't know that this is what I had on my face. And I can't believe I didn't celebrate that. So it's an amazing 
it's a really amazing proposition that we have. We really want to make sure that my outspoken, opinionated self speaks through the brand. You know, I think that a lot of brands are very complacent and very much about like pleaser mentality of we give people what they want and we'll continue down this perfect, perfect, perfect sort of beauty narrative where I'm up to saying like, look, here I am sitting um, as a, you know, an owner of a beauty brand with not one bit of makeup on, you know, it's just, I'm about being realistic and and, and relatable and, and really honoring that life isn't perfect and neither is our faces and let's celebrate that. And what kind of products are in your range? So we have, um, we I've gone really consciously with the development. I, I don't want to launch a whole range because I feel like that would confuse people and really kind of becoming overwhelming quite quickly. So we're very consciously launching product by product. So we don't have a huge amount of SKUs. We've got the primer, which we've just won um, through A-Beauty, the best primer in Australia, which has been amazing. Um, we've got the setting spray, which is really high up there with um, our, our volume sold. That's a really popular product. It's a beautiful ambient setting spray that sort of glows on the skin, but sets and really helps with adherence and long wear. Um, we have two lip glosses, which are a super high dose of hyaluronic acid. So they feel like a really bougie lip balm. So we wanted to merge not just with that product, but all of our products, some really phenomenal key ingredients at full claim level, which will really allow the products to be really great in and on the skin. So that's great. And then um, we've got the liquid highlighters, which are a different type of highlighter to the normal market. We wanted to really speak to how highlighters should be used. Um, And then we've just launched two weeks ago, our liquid blushes, which are really beautiful, very wearable, very easy to use blushes. I felt like the, the blush market one were too steered towards powders but also found that liquids are very intimidating to the everyday person. So we wanted to make something that wasn't super pigmented, that were easy to use and easy to blend. Um, and they launched two weeks ago. With the blushes, like how's the application? Um, it's a doe foot. So it's just literally you pull it out, you tap it onto your brush, onto your hand or onto your face and or onto your palette and then you just buff it in. I'm... Yes. I might, what are my words? And I probably shouldn't say it too much, but it's just whack it on. Like, you know, it doesn't need to be, you know, I feel like what we constantly get educated about is having these perfect lines and application and putting it exactly where it needs to be put. And I kind of teach from the method of just chuck it on and then let me show you how to correct a mistake. If you, if you kind of blend outside the lines or if it looks a bit stripy, go back in with your complexion brush, which you've used for your primer or your foundation, and then just, you know, go around the edges and clean it up. So, I feel like the difference between a makeup artist and an everyday applier is the makeup artist knows how to fix the mistakes. So I'm really trying to to go from that direction. Yeah, right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. Because sometimes I put on my eyeshadow, I'm like, whoa, that what went on there? And then I just kind of like <laughs> brush it out. Yeah. Well, and I say masterclasses, the most likely reason why you've gone whoa is that you've taken your dark eyeshadow up too high and it's hard to yes, blend that's out. What so, yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like, right let's make sure that that doesn't happen, but also how do you correct that? And I think yeah. people get really blown away now, educational side of things because they're like, wow, it's that easy to fix? I'm like, yes, you don't have to go and lick your bloody tissue or lick your cotton bud or wipe it away to fix it. It's literally just knowing how to do these really quick, fast correctional um, adjustments and then away you go. Okay, let's talk about the workshop, the masterclasses. So are they all online through your website or how, do, how does it actually happen? So we have a two ways obviously I've just started in Melbourne so we have the in-person experience which is a full three and a half hour sit down Prosecco cheese platter we go through the full class as a model demoing but it's a self-applying class in a really beautiful setting of our studio in South Melbourne that's our proper in-person experience but obviously knowing that we're expanding out and knowing that um 
you know, we really want to hit all demographics. I'm a country girl, so I really want to make sure I can speak to those in the regional and rural areas. Um, we have an online platform as well, which is going absolutely crazy as well. Okay. So with the online um, platform, they go through your website and they purchase. Yep, you get a free setting spray and a free fan as well. We like to kind of really make sure that you've got as many products as in our repertoire as possible because, you know, it makes sense when you know when you have the right products. So it has a full, like when you purchase the online class, you get that free setting spray and um, fan and then you do a proper check-in experience. So we teach you about your face shape. We ask, we give you a checklist of the products that you'll need to start the class. And then, you know, you can, the good thing about the online class, which is why we also recommend anyone who comes to our in-person experience to use the online is that you can just check in with that anytime you like so if you're going out and you're like oh my god I've forgotten you can just go back in there and and check in which is great that's a really good idea wow yeah it's a it's a really popular class and I think it's probably like you know I'm a straight shooter so I think you know my method is quite calling it as it is but I think that people really like that because I I think the way that I educate is I talk to you the way that I talk to me you know Mm. like I don't try and make it all hooty tooty or you know I'm a cool girl like here's how you do it really cute and and you know I think a lot of the educational stuff available online and TikTok at the moment is just based on these really pretty girls sitting in front of a in a filtered mirror and a filtered camera um with like beautiful lights and it just isn't real and Mm -hmm. so I try and really sort of say hey you know, we all have wrinkles, we have droopage, we have, you know, hooded eye, we have all of these things. Like, let's talk about it real because, you know, no one else is, which I find yes. very bizarre. And, and with the in-person, I'm assuming that you take all those workshops? Yeah, we. Um, I'm running at the moment two a month, um, which is just because we're trying to keep up with demand. I will get to a point, I think, that I won't be able to do all of I'm them. Sure. Um, We've just changed it. We just finished our last overnight. Like normally we do the classes on a Tuesday night. Um, <clears throat> before it was just easier um, to match in with everyone. But now with the demand being so high, but also just trying for me to manage my outputs, we've moved it to a Friday afternoon, um, two to five. We found that post-COVID, a lot of people had more flexibility with their working environment. But also we found on a Tuesday night, the biggest thing that people say after the class was, I have this amazing face on now and I'm going home to bed to wash it off. So we wanted it to be like a lead into the weekend because we're getting a lot of the interstate people coming to see us. Um, a lot of people flying in for the <clears throat> flying in for the class with their mom or their auntie or by themselves. Yeah. So we want to really give them that opportunity to to feel good and go off and have dinner and and maybe hit the club floor. Who knows? Whatever That's, they want to do. It's so true. You don't want to go home and scrub it all off after you've. Just, I know. That, been the biggest travesty. Well, they'd leave the class on quite a high as well. Oh, massively. And, you know, it is a big class. I don't deny that, you know, I mean, again, I'm, I'm a realist. I don't want it to be like, I want you feeling om and ah and like, you know, it's this, no, you, you're going to be learning. So at the end of any learning class, you're going to be like, well, that was a lot of information, but we do set you up with, you know, booklets and, and informational tools to ensure that, you know, you're not walking away going, oh, I've completely forgotten. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, you're going to be feeling great because, you know, we get everyone taking selfies at the end because they love it and, you know, we have the selfie light out. It's like moth to a flame. And, God, I um, bet. <laughs> yeah, and it's wonderful. It's And bit more than anything, what we see and what I see and the privilege of what I get to see is when people walk into the class, there's a real lack of confidence, insecurity, um, anxiety, you know, all of those energies. And I honor that at the start of the class. By the end of it, it's like this completely transformed person of being like, oh my God, I love me. And it's, that's my favorite part of what we do. Yeah, I bet. 
I bet. Now, with, with your branding for the products, I, I love what you've done. I love the photography. I love the simplicity. And I also love, like, the colour palette that you've used, you know, the neutral Thanks. gold tones. It's hard to get things to look so um, simple. You know what I mean? Like, it just looks so, so beautiful. Was that whole process quite difficult or did you know exactly what you wanted from the start and it was quite easy to get there? I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with my branding. I, I kind of, it comes quite naturally to me. I know what yeah. I like. And I think that, you know, you go and have a look at packaging on any other brands. And the good thing about what I did as being a makeup artist 15 years was I got to see a whole lot of product in that time, you know, and I, I used to call myself a product whore. Like I used to just, I love, still do love buying product. I like to see what people are doing, the innovations around it. But I found for like a lot of it, it was just so complicated and I almost feel like that's a part of their marketing strategies. It's almost like the more we put our, like this is what other people are like, the more we put our customers in a whirlwind, the more we can confuse them and get them just to buy everything where I want things to be easy. You know, a lot of the time when I was working in retail beauty, the older women would be say, I can't read on the packaging. It's hard to find what I'm looking for. And and I want it to be really inclusive. We want our packaging to be ergonomic for disability. We want our and older women, you know, when it, when something rolls off a basin and they have to get it, we understand that's really hard. So ergonomics on packaging is really important to me. Um, I think the reason why the branding is neutral is we wanted the one thing that I knew was represented through beauty and that was skin tone. You know, if I hit all if I hit all nudes and all skin tones through my packaging, I knew that I represented everybody. Whereas I think sometimes packaging you know, I, I say this often, actually, if you think of like the biggest makeup brands in the world, ignoring Fenty and Charlotte Tilbury, which they're only new brands, but prior to that, you know, a lot of the packaging is masculine um, yes. and it's male owned, you know, Tom Ford, you know, even you got Mario by Makeup by Mario, you got Patrick Tarr, you got all these brands that are actually being designed by men. I mean, looking to obviously design for women, but I wanted to do something that I felt like women could really be proud to see in their packaging and, and not to be overwhelming or intimidating yeah well you've done a good job and the photography is very beautiful as well thanks I my one of my favorite parts of my job is is direction on shoots I absolutely love it um we've aligned with some great photographers and um I feel very clear on what I want to achieve with our with our campaigns and um I really find it the best fun it's just so much fun so um Yeah. yeah I can I could tell when I was looking at it, I'm like, she knows what she's doing because that's her background. Because sometimes like people just they're really good at what they do. And then when it comes to the brand execution, that's when they get completely lost. Oh, totally. And it's yeah. funny, like I find it really bizarre because again, if you think that everything that I'm doing is for the everyday person, I'm also that everyday. I mean, I used to weigh 135 kilos. I've been a big girl all my life. And I constantly if I'm speaking to the everyday person, I don't want to have models in my campaigns. You know, if we have had models in the past, there's reason for it. Um, but, you know, we've had everyday people in the campaign shoes. And I know that when I get photography, I want to, what do I want to see? And how do I feel best, you know, my, my most beautiful self? And then with our blush campaign that we just had, we had everyday people who were, um, were our, our ambassadors. And I was like, what shoot can I do that they would absolutely love themselves in? And, you know, every single person in the shoot was like, wow, I felt really, really beautiful, which is great. That's incredible. What's the focus for the business over the coming 12 months? This year was all about stability. We really wanted to make sure I'm really locking in. We've had really big brand growth, obviously, and for me it's very much about um, I really need to be careful about, you know, growing too quickly and and losing the foundations of the business. So for me, I really wanted to, I saw that last year we had huge, you know, huge growth and I thought, right, well, 
if this is going to happen, we're going to have to make sure it happens for the long term. So I've been really focused on this year, really um, internalizing a lot of processes and getting everything sorted, making sure manufacturing was, you know, we've had a really tough year in manufacturing. I'm just going to let my dog out because he's whining. So I'm about to, to clear the okay. Take it with you. <laughs> manufacturing can be so difficult and stressful. Oh, manufacturing this year has been absolutely dire, you know. I don't think people are talking about it. And I guess this is what I try to try to achieve with my business is to really honour the transparency of how a business is run because I think a lot of people don't know how it works and no one's ever told them. And so then there's this huge expectation from customers, you know, about what, what they should be getting delivered to. And so for me, it's like, well, if I tell you what's going on, you'll understand why these decisions are being made, you know. Like I think it's everything that we do, if I made a mistake on packaging, I'll tell you. If I've made a mistake on formulation, I'll tell you. If I there's a, there's a reason why we haven't developed all the shades in our range, I'll tell you. And, and, I'll, and I've done that, you know. So manufacturing is really tough, you know, getting raws. And I think also being based in Australia, that's also making things hard. Freight yeah. costs are absolutely astronomical. And so, you know, we get called a, we get called an expensive brand, but we're not at all like 65 for the primer. It's a 40 mil. It will last you four to six to eight months. It's a mm. really long lasting product. It spreads really thin. You don't need a lot. I know this, but then you have someone who's never known anything about the brand come along and be like, oh, this is really expensive. I'm like, mate, you don't even know what you're talking about. Because if you know what you're talking about, you'll know that my brand is very much about um, cost per wear. Like we really want it to make sure that the usage and the millage is really there. We're not going to gaslight people into small millages and expensive costs. We've got really big, big mill fill sizes. And we know that we create products that last a long time, not only on the day-to-day wear, but also in terms of the usage of the product. Yeah. Do you market direct to consumer only or what? what's the dis- what's the channels? Yeah, it's just for now. I, uh, yeah. This year was really about me honouring us the process and I didn't want to go off. I wanted to sort out what we were doing with all of our internalised processes. So we're, we're still um, direct-to-consumer and I love that because it, it's enabled me to have two years of direct-to-consumer just ourselves. It's allowed me two years of intel of understanding the market, how they buy, what they're doing, but also two years of really getting the message out there. As soon as we offload to another retailer, we know that that message will start to get diluted. So... I really, I mean, at the end of the day, my number one priority is this message. You know, product and education come second. But if I don't ensure that this message is out there, that me working for free for the past eight years has been completely not worth it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because this message is so important to me. I want to make sure that there's not one person in the world that doesn't understand what I need them to understand. That is, if they don't have to go through what I went through on hating myself for such a long time because everyone else told me I should, you know, it's just I'm ready to change that narrative of beauty and, and that's my number one goal with the brand and I'm just happy that I also am a bit obsessed with creating amazing products. So, you know, that's um, that's a big part of what we're doing. Yeah. Throughout this business journey that you've come this far and going into the future, do you feel um, like a different person than what you were when you first started out? Well, I'm, uh, if you follow along with me at Hillary Homes Makeup, you'll know that a lot of what the business is doing is also very much in um, in re- like correlation with me and my personal journey. So I'm a very big advocate around mental health. I've had a very interesting life thus far. I talk very openly about my, um, my childhood, my abuse background, all of those things. And so 
I've done and still do a lot of work around making sure that I am um, responsible for my mental health and and the outcomes, particularly now that I'm a mum as well. Um, And so I feel like the business is always in natural alignment to that. And, you know, even with our embodiment blushes, which we just launched, that's very much off the back of my work that I've been doing this year, which is about embodying how I feel and embodying the woman I want to be and embodying the feelings that come up as being a woman. So um, it all is in natural. But in terms of me now compared to what I was eight years ago, oh, my God, I'm way more serious. I don't. I used to be really funny. Like, oh, did I was you? Like, oh, I was a hoot. Yeah, I was so funny. Um, now I'm just dry and tired. So it's kind of funny. So, yeah, it does change you. I mean... People really don't, I mean, yeah, actually, I, I won't say that. I think people do, if they've been following me the whole journey, now I've worked my absolute guts out to this to this point. Yes. Um, but yeah, it really grinds on you. You know, staff management is a really tough thing, which I think people talk about enough, which is great. But no, I've changed considerably over the years, not just through the work I've done on myself, but also, you know, business is tough. And um, if I didn't have this purpose of changing the message, I wouldn't have done it. And I wouldn't advocate people to do it because it's just it's a lot. It's a lot to carry. It's a big burden. Um, and if if you're not really in it for a North Star, then, you know, go off and work for someone else and, and go home at the end of the day at five o'clock and not worry about anything else. Yeah. Are you working long hours? I mean, I wouldn't say that there's hour. I mean, to say I'm working long hours means that I would stop at some point and yeah. I'm not, you know, I, I email as soon as I close my eyes, I wake up, I email, like, you know, I'm I'm never not working, you know, Um, my brain doesn't work that way. Even when I'm with kids, you know, like I've got to take a phone call or a meeting and, you know, I'm really lucky that I've got a phenomenal partner that supports me through it and and he knows the importance of it. But no, like I work months, I don't don't, don't even know how to calculate and I'm not going to sit down and go to be like, oh, I work 150 hours, but I work a lot. And then, and that is something I'm wanting to change. This yes. um, setting up the processes this year. I don't want to ego and hero working a lot. I actually think that that's me being stupid because um, if you actually own a business, what my goal should be for the business is for this business to work for me and to enable me that one day I don't have to work and I'm still deriving the income off it. So you that know, happen, but you have to do the hard yards, as you know, massively. To that up. Totally, it doesn't just happen. I- well, no, but I'm very open about it. And I say, look, I've been working in this business for eight years now and I haven't taken an income for six. Um, you know, I haven't paid myself super for six. Um, there's a lot of hits that you take, but I'm now at a point where I'm like, cool, I've just got to give this business a couple more years. And then eventually I've hit I've hit what I needed to hit and, and I can start, you know, I'm not wanting to be a billionaire. I don't want to be famous. I don't want to go off and, you know, be an influencer in that way. I use my platform to speak on the, on the topics that are important to me, you know, education, makeup, message and um, advocacy around mental health and and um, trauma um, but no like my goal is just to live a really fulfilled beautiful life and and I want that business and I want this business to support that yeah well the good thing is is that you're so clear and focused I can hear in everything that you say that everything is thought out and you're very much on your path to where you want to be going so mm. you know you're going to get there it's just in the meantime it's a it's a slog <laughs> No, totally. I'm just one of those people. When I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't. Yeah, I don't I bullshit tell. on that. I, yeah, and it's. Yeah. I just. It's the same with me. And people are like, "God, you're a real straight shooter." I'm like, "Yeah, but why bother being fake? Or why I bother totally being?" I agree. Just waste time. I, I I do not have the time to pretend yeah. like I like someone. You know, it's not like I'm not going to go and hate them and be mean to them. But if you're not my person, all good, all the best. Love you lots. See ya. <laughs> like you know, but you know, I'll have interviews with people, and in the interview, I'll be like, you know. Lala, it's really lovely to meet you. I really respect that you've come in to see me, but this is not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. 
So Hilary, where can everyone find you? So Home Beauty is just Home Beauty across all channels. It's Home Beauty, like a house is a home, but it's with an L in it because my last name is Hilary Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S. Um, just drop the S for the business. So it's Home Beauty across all social channels. Um, the website's homebeauty.com. My personal one is Hillary Holmes Makeup on Instagram and on other channels as well. Um, so you can find us there. We're um, doing lots and we're working towards really now that we're kind of at that point, we're going to be doing lots more across those platforms as well. But um, you'll see me pretty regularly on my Hillary Holmes Makeup. But the business and all of its glory is over at Home Beauty. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us here today. I have thoroughly enjoyed speaking to you. Pleasure. Thanks for having me.